Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. How's the fourth star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jake. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. All right, so uh, I'm going to tell you guys the story of the the moment my wife says that she fell in love with me. Wow. So okay. we had uh, we just kind of started hanging out. It'd been like a month or so. So she's still in that like shy that like shy fart phase, and we're hanging out in her room, and she's laying with her head down towards the bottom of the bed on her stomach, and I was laying up top like normally, and. I'm looking at her booty, and I'm like, she's clenching her butt cheeks. Like, she's she's holding in a fart right now. Wait, you could look so at I'm her like, ass and tell that she is holding one in? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I stared at that booty a lot. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm like, hey, you got a fart? She's like, no, I don't got a fart. And so I'm like, yeah, you do. Go ahead. Let it go. She's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to fart. And I'm like, so I sit up i punch her right in the butthole punch her right in the butthole and this like the part that came out from this was like a foghorn i mean it's so- it was loud like you could see her butt che- cheeks vibrating like it was it was a good one so we busted out into like a good 25 30 minute laughing just like belly rolling and so, that's uh, yeah. the moment she knew that she loved you Yep, that was the moment. Because you that she punched her tightly clenched ass. Are you, are you still together? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, been together for seven years now. We got two kids. Nice. Make yeah. sure you share that story. That's a mm-hmm. keeper right there. Mm-hmm. That's a keeper. Mike, what are, you, what are you telling me now as far as? Oh, yeah. we uh, So so uh, somebody brought up the, the greatest story never told, uh, just an episode that was titled The Fault. Which I did look back, and it was about Ted's fart, but one thing that it has that I, I don't know exactly where it is in my system, but it does have it, is the show audio from that day. If you guys want to go back in time. Oh, really? Uh, You've got to be kidding me. Uh, no way. This is one time, I, I believe we tried to continue the show. Oops, whoop, whoop. This is one time, I, I... Hang on, hang on. It's right there. Well, hey, man. We should name it after this guy, but as soon as they did that, then people nationally were like, absolutely name it the Harry Paul's the problem building. That was Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. It's B-A-L-L-S. God damn it. Here's the... God. Oh, man. That's the moment. 
What happened? Wow. I don't know. Why are you waving it at me? Because I don't want it near me, man. God almighty. I Holy it. God, man. I was trying to Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Jeez. Are my farts this bad ever? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like you just pooped. Uh, yeah, that was silent and warm. That was really just straight up poop. You need to. Dude, no I cannot. No, I, need, I need to poop. Oh, you do have to poop. Yeah, right. but we were in the middle of the segment, so I was like, I can't go poop right now. You're trying to squeeze one so out? So I right, so the little, it just went. Oh. Can you do it on the 15th floor, man? Jesus. <laughs> Justin, that's bad. No, it, that, that offended me. No, I farted. In it. all honesty, most people don't say their first and last names when they introduce themselves to someone else. You say, hi, I'm Ted. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Harry Balls. Uh, but I wonder, like, you know, how many times he, he, he introduced himself with his full name. I mean, well, he probably did because he was a mayor. God you know, so. damn, that's thick. Yeah, Ted, yeah. This, this, this I told you, man. It was a mess on. I'm a mess today. <laughs> you think it was the oyster? I, one oyster one could oyster, not do that. I think it might have. It wasn't. It wasn't the oyster. I, you know how I know it wasn't the oyster. Hmm. I feel bad. This guy's still on the line. But I, all right, all right, full disclosure, I was choking on that oyster. You choked on it? Yes. <laughs> when I was sitting there, kind of looking at you at Hair Club, I was like, <laughs> "You didn't look so hot there." Yeah, I thought yeah. you were just watering. It up was literally choking. It was stuck <laughs> there, and I couldn't breathe. All right, that's why. It's like I know it why wasn't the oyster. Say, why didn't you say like? I can't breathe. Because I was like, it's an oyster in my head. I was like, calm down. It'll that would have been down. great. We could have not swallow an oyster. We could have heimlich you. Like, oysters are like designed to fall down your throat, man. Oh, my God. Could you tell I was choking on Yeah, you looked like you were dying. So we were talking about that dude, Harry Balls, who's yes. a former mayor of somewhere in Indiana. Because mm-hmm. they had to name a library. Yeah, but they wouldn't name it the Harry Balls building. And that's when that fart mm-hmm. <laughs> and then rocked the studio. When we went to break and the door opened up, that's when all <laughs> hell broke loose. Sure, because now you're just permeating I mean, throughout you that studio. I mean, you don't know how fast that thing traveled down all the hallways, and how the angry offices. everybody was. And you know what? We've dropped a lot of farts here in these studios. And yeah. I, granted, our, our doors open half the time these days. But there's been some nasty ones. I have never heard a reaction that visceral against it. This Dude, thing must have been. You've never smelled. You've a never fart smelled like anything this. like it. I, I, Not I, from I, a living it, creature. It's been like you guys were right into his colon. You never will smell that because that can never no. be replicated. I mean, you'd have to find a corpse in the trunk of a car that's been in a parking lot in the desert <laughs> for a month. I mean, seriously, dude, like no living thing should produce And that. I've smelled some rank farts out of you, man, that have, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. that one's just, that's bad. It doesn't, it does not add up to that. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, my goodness, it's a double dose of pleasure. How lucky are you? <laughs> wow. I know. A double mid gum. Yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Taryn Daly and Steve Miggs. Hello. The Daily Miggs Morning Show. Look yes. at that. You guys tuned in a couple times, yeah? Absolutely. You got up early enough to catch this wonderful new show? Well, I will say this. I I know that Miles got up early the first day. I have not heard before about 745. Okay, that's fair. That's a good good job. My kid has walked in to tell me that, that my wife has told them to tell me to get out of bed. I get out of bed, I scratch my naughty regions, I yawn like I'm Tarzan, because that's what, as soon as you become a dad, you just start, like, yeah, you can't yeah. yawn quietly. Uh, I've been thorough on the uh, radio, and been uh, enjoying you guys, man. Thank well, you. Yeah, Thanks. for sure. Answering the question, when I was a kid, I stuck my head in the railing of the apartment complex when I was about three or four years old, and got it stuck and wedged to the point where they had to call the fire department to come and pry apart the bars and grease my head down with Crisco to pull my head... <laughs> 
out between the bars at the apartment complex that were basically the the, the wrought iron fence that was on the second we were on a second story uh, apartment building. Yeah, so they had a wrought iron fence that went all the way the length, kind of like more of just like apartment here, apartment here, apartment here. So you all had one patio. I'm just stuck in there, and I think I was in there for like an hour before a neighbor noticed oh. that I was stuck. Because I was crying. Keep in mind, his oh, parents noticed. No. They just didn't address it. They thought I was out playing in the At least you were safe. Well, they thought I was you couldn't playing. get in any trouble. That's what yeah. they said. They thought I was in the playground with all right. the kids. And it turned out I was just sitting there. Right. Like, That's about, I had something like that happen to me, but it, it was the banister down the stairs. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't do it myself. My brother shoved my head. <laughs> <laughs> into the Thanks. banister, and it was like I don't like I can't remember what old sitcom it was where they were trying to use butter. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. And it was trying to get me to grease me out of it, and it didn't work. And finally, just yanked my head so hard that it broke part of the banister. Oh, my wow. dad comes home; he's flipping out. Who gets in trouble? This you. guy, yeah, because I'm the idiot that let my brother force my head into the banister. Just like all times. those things work. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to start joining us for sit and spin. This is awesome. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, well, the very first one we're doing is going to make us feel old. Uh, Taryn. I hate to ask, were you even alive when this list was created? I will tell you this. My birthday is a week from Friday, January 19th, and I will be turning younger than this list. I'm younger than this series. All right. Okay. But you know all this stuff anyway. You know all this music. I mean, I know a lot of music. I've always been a bit of a classic rock junkie. It doesn't count, man. I know a lot of songs from the Beatles. I was not alive when the Beatles put this out. If these albums are turning 40 years old, I was somewhere between 14 and 15. In other words, I was rocking out. I will tell you this. These albums probably meant something to me. This was a great year for music. As far as going to a record store and buying stuff, I looked at this list of some. So we have 40 albums that are turning 40 this year. We're going to give you the top 10. But The Unforgettable Fire from U2. I know both of you hate U2. <laughs> Despise hate. Yeah. I, 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 I was a U2 fan uh, back then. As they go on, uh, not really. Just, but back in the day, I, I did like some They're of They're that stuff. band that I constantly say, I should like them. They're good. And then I listen yeah. to them like, this is just trash. The right? difference with them is when they were young and broke. They had a certain vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now they're super rich and want to save the planet. And I know that's good, but you're like, shut up. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just pretentious jackasses that can right. really mm-hmm. yeah. you know, diddle around on those effect pedals. Uh, Don Henley, Building the Perfect Beast. I believe that had Boys of Summer on there and a couple other tunes. I I was an Eagles fan. You got to remember, I'm 14. You, you bitch about the Eagles all the time. I do now. You bitch about the I Eagles more than anyone I know. I did. I, mean, I like, love being go. about 14-year-old right. Miles like playing <laughs> Eagles <laughs> for some shit. Actually, I'm picturing the hair. I'm starting to like it a little bit. Bit more now. It's like older, leather. But, yeah. but look, man, I did, I, did, I did classic rock for 14 years, man. If, you, if I hear Lion Eyes one more time, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke, I'm gonna choke a mother. I'm going to choke you an eagle. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else is on this? Ride the Lightning from Metallica. Yeah. Now we're cooking with butter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Power Slave from Iron God, Maiden. God, now I mean, I'm super just whittling old. this list down. I waited insane. in line to buy Power Slave. Oh, yeah. Perfect Strangers, Deep Purple. Well, Love that album. To this day. Album. Last in line from Deal. I Love the song. Monster year. Don't rub it in, Mike. Wow. Back in the day. Oh, my God. (laughs) So far, the ones you've listed, Metallica is the only one that I really rock with. (laughs) Purple Rain from Prince. (laughs) Okay. I mean, when he died, I repurchased it because you couldn't stream it, so you yeah. had to purchase it on like Apple really, Music. Really, you couldn't stream it? I, yeah, I don't know if he's still that way, but he was one of those guys that refused to put his stuff on streaming services. So I'm like, oh man, he's dead. I should probably listen to his music. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that, that, that dude. That happens a lot. 
Right. It does. I mean, I'm not kidding. No, you, you're right. right. I, I should check your this out. Your album sales yeah. go to the roof if you die. Yeah. Because gonna, you're like, oh, man, I should probably yeah. check it out. And I listen yeah. to it. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah, there's a reason why I never yeah. purchased in the first place. Really, <laughs> do, really do you really think any of us are going to casually go home and throw John Mellencamp on? No, he's going to die. <laughs> when he <laughs> dies, I will listen to him. Oh, I'll right, check out some Mellencamp. It's that will be some fun listening because he had some bangers. Oh, he did, But you won't do it until he dies. No, Right, exactly. This took a really weird, morbid turn, guys. I know. Well, they're 40 years old. Future dead people. Yeah, the people who are popular. Half these people aren't around anymore, I bet. Well, a lot of them aren't anyway. So uh, these are 10 albums that are turning 40 on Sit and Spin. 10, number 10. Let's go. Really? Okay, here's another example. This album came out the same time as Stay Hungry from Twisted Sister, Call Me Stupid. I think Twisted Sister's album kills this one. Well, think about it this way. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Thank you. Yeah, He, He canceled his tour. He was going to go out. Yeah. So, but he did because he's because he's getting up there. Wait, How old is he? Like 77, 78, well, maybe? Saying, most, of, most of these people are kind of on the bubble. Are they here or are they not? <laughs> this <laughs> album also nominated for Album of the <laughs> Year at the Grammys, yeah. and it lost to, to Lionel Richie. Can't slow down. Why don't we just that play was a great album. Are they dead? <laughs> nine, number nine. Ah. Yes, they are dead. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Fun fact. Tina, Tina Turner is my first um, relationship. Masturbatory. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh. Did she take you to She's the, the first woman you masturbated her. to. She was your private dancer? It was her and Donna Summer. No. They were the first two. The Donna Summer record, I can't remember which one it was. She's looking hot. That was like. She's sitting on a radio kind yeah. of. Yeah. Was it Thunderdome yeah. Tina or was it. No, it's this Tina. Dance. This Tina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a shame legs, she's man. dead. I'm still a leg guy. Tina I Turner's was, dead? I would oh, have yeah. gone through everything I could. Maybe <laughs> let's get a Ouija board. <laughs> let's reach out to Tina Turner. She like, passed away last year. Tina. Rest in peace. <laughs> remember this in the afterlife. Migs masturbated to you first. <laughs> <laughs> you remember first that girlfriend. for eternity. She thought she'd find peace in the afterlife. <laughs> oh, man. Those legs. Ten albums yeah. turning 40 this year. Yeah. I'm sitting spin. Eight. Number You should have played this at night when you were on at night. I know. This is a jam. You know what? It was so on Sunday. It was the fourth anniversary of Neil Peart's passing, and I teared up when I saw Getty Lee's post. It was a picture of the drink that Neil would have ordered with a napkin on the top that said Neil, and it said, "Sir, your drink is ready," or something like that. And I was like, (laughs) "That's a great album." These are uh, the ten albums that are turning forty this year on Sit and Spin. Seven number seven. Now you either like R.E.M. or you don't. Based on the fact that you don't like you too, you guys hated R.E.M. You're right. I I knew it. I feel like I I had I had like a small R.E.M. phase, but it was like this long. It was very short. It was very quick lived. It's a pinch. It was a pinch. (laughs) That being said, I saw them do a secret show at the Crocodile once, and uh, the old Crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Mind blowing! It felt like you were seeing them as a college band again. I was like, okay, I could dig this. And oh, Eddie Vedder went up uh, there. Peter Buck, you stole the place. That's why, for, yeah. For a while. Why yeah. does everyone say this? Right? There seems to be a universal thing. Like, I hate this band. Right? I happen to see them live. They put on a great show. <laughs> they were great. It's yeah. a great show. I've seen them. I just never buy their album. I just don't like shiny, happy people. There, there's yeah. a lot of REM. It's just it's the end of the world as we is, know it. This is kind of the the, the beginning for and everybody so hurts will just always crush oh. me. And, uh, <laughs> It's like That's the sad song. Get that out of Are you though alive? <laughs> I would buy it. <laughs> These are ten albums turning forty on Sit and Spin. Number six. You Ah, yeah, the car. This was a bit of a comeback album for them. Yep. Welcome back, cars. 
Rick Ocasek. Yes. Not around. No. Benjamin Orr. Oh. Been dead for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rick was rocking with uh, Paulina Poroskova, right? I remember yeah. yes. when he died. We didn't know they had maritable, tr- maritable, Jesus, marital <laughs> trouble, maritable, marital trouble. But basically, when he died, his will was like, "Don't give that bitch a dime." No, no for real? No, seriously, man. Yeah, yeah I don't know what yeah. their deal was, but he was like, "Not one well, effing dime uh, goes to that bitch." He gave we it all. No, no, he gave it all to a foundation that takes care of people's large Adam's apples. <laughs> <laughs> Shaves them down yeah. so they don't look like a giraffe. These are uh, he had a weird look. Yeah. yeah, and landed a supermodel. I know. Yeah. Oh, you know what's going on there? That mother, he was hung, hung like, like yeah, a yeah, polo yeah, pony. Golly, look at Rick with it. He's also a rock star. Yeah, that helps. I mean, but <laughs> ten albums turning forty on set and spin. Five, number five. Here I am. Yeah. Love it. First sting, baby. Fun fact, when they came out with this one, they were already 80 years old. And this was like their ninth <laughs> album or something like that. They, they seriously were. It's they bonkers. Were, they came like, out like yeah. 74 or something like that. Yeah, they, they've been around for a while before they really broke big. But they looked like it. Yes. I could only seriously. name two of their songs. It's this one and then the whistling song. Winds uh, of Change? Yes. There's also <laughs> what cool about the zoo? the zoo? Big City Nights? Yeah. Big City Still Nights? loving you? No. Oh, man, you got to oh, get Wow, man. Come on, Coast man. to Coast, yeah. that's a really sick instrumental. Next thing you know, you're eating schnitzel. <laughs> drinking, <laughs> drinking Hofbrau, got a big pretzel in your hand, man. Oh, there's pretzels involved. Let's listen to some scorpions. Yeah, free pretzel with every purchase of a scorpion. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Ten albums turning 40 on set and spin. Four, number four. Oh, yeah. Fun fact I liked Rat better than Motley Crue. Did you really? When they both they were, came out about Musically, the same I thought yeah. they were better. They so, weren't as fun. They weren't as cool, but yeah. Many years after this album came out, I was in middle school, and I kind of had this weird rat phase, and I bought a rat t-shirt, and, th- and actually it was a long sleeve t-shirt, and I cut down the arms right. on both sides, and then safety pinned it all the way back up, because I was edgy. That's cool. So, so my like parents would shake their heads. It was like, what, what band is that? I'm like, you don't listen to rat? They're like, no. This is like that whole decline of Western civilization, yeah. part two, oh, yeah. where all those guys just get wasted. Right? Mm-hmm. Remember, it was the dude from Wasp. He was he was in the pool. He was right? in the pool, and his mom was watching, was watching him, him die. Like no, not Blackie Lawless. It was like the guitar player for Wasp. Oh. All of these guys were on drugs and drinking heavy, but like he was the worst of them all. Yes. Like there was no joke, there was no put on. It was like, sad. This dude's gonna die in his pool while his mom. Oh, is he alive? <laughs> he probably is. Okay. He's probably like a preacher now. Or something. Okay, first on God. <laughs> right. Well, Does it remind you going to the Jersey Shore? <laughs> bon Jovi action right here, yeah. And obviously, just a couple. I don't remember how, how what the year difference was, but "Slippery When Wet" just like basically trumped every song on this. And "Runaway" is pretty much the only song that Bon Jovi would perform off of this album because everything else was kind of like, eh, we yeah. don't. We don't need I couldn't to play name that. another. This is the album before "Slippery When Wet" when yeah, they blew this is up. Yeah, kind of their debut. Couldn't name another song from them. No, just "Runaway." Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Ten albums turning forty on Sit and Spin. Two, number two. Back on the train. Oh, my God. All right. At the old building we got in the elevator with Chrissy Hine. Absolutely miserable. No. Really? It was, oh, it was, yeah. It was, it was, I just thought, I, I wanted to get off the elevator. I was like, oh, my God. How, how many floors were we then? 16? 16, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it couldn't come fast enough. I was just like, she was just bitching, 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 bitching. What about? Bitching, bi- I don't Everything. know. Everything. I don't it's like, know. You know when you just have a bad day, and no matter what but, anyone says, you're like, F you, F that, enough the 
place you came from. It'd be great after after every complaint, you just go, who? Don't do it in the elevator. Not in the elevator. Who? I always wonder about the recording of a record like that where, all right, everybody get together. We're going to do the who and ha part. Makes Dear Lonnie a little flat on the who, bro. Come on. Step away from the mic, please. These are our 10 albums turning 40 this year. We made it to number one. All right. And today is the day. Today is the actual anniversary really? of 1984. What a, what, a, what a banger. And half the tunes that are great on there, like Drop Dead Legs, Dead House of Pain, Dead Dead Jimmy, Jimmy, And this was featured. Top Jimmy. I don't know if it was this song specifically, but there was a song off 1984 that was featured back in the day. I think it might have been Steve Slayton, Smash or Trash on KISW, which was a longtime right. feature. So, yeah, there's some history there. Believe it or not, this is the album that saved them. Totally. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. they were falling apart. And, they put out this and album. Killed them. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And ripped them apart. Yes. Exactly. I mean, you name it 1984, and it is like the quintessential 1984 record. Yep, that's Great album. I played. I played hockey with a guy. He first came over. His guy's named Domi, and he was. You know, a locker room is a tough room to crack. So you got like, how do you fit in? And then I don't know where he goes. I used to be a roadie for Van Halen. We're like, really? And when he goes during the 1984 tour, and I was like, no way. He starts telling us stories, and we're like, we don't believe you. He goes, I'll go get the binder in my car. And we're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> right. He goes to his car, brings back a binder, and it's him and all these groupie exploits from that tour with the uh, band, yeah. with the oh, roadies, boy. and little gremlin action figures, because that was, I guess, popular in those <laughs> days. And it was just like one of the most mind-blowing things, like one That's of the crazy. greatest. I'm like, you had the greatest job ever. You were ever. a roadie for a band when a they party were party band who's partying at the height right. of their career, just yeah. collecting their leftovers. I, I like. I, it. I can That's live with that, enough. man. Easy I enough. can live with that. They would get bonuses yeah. based on if they found the right groupie for the right members of the band. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Like a fifty dollar bonus. Daily Migs uh, tomorrow morning at uh, six a.m. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for uh, for Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Samantha. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hello. 
Hola. Let me start this story with I haven't always had the best taste in men. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Married. Um, he had a very active meth problem that I turned a blind eye to a lot. I had An a active job meth problem that you turned a blind eye to. Wow. Just tried to pretend it wasn't there. I worked full-time. I was a full-time college student, and he was just nothing. So I work with a guy, real good friend of ours, taking us out. Every year we go to Sonoma. We go to NASCAR. So Saturday morning we pack up, we get in the car, we meet this guy down in Sonoma. We spend the weekend at the NASCAR race having a good old time. Get home on Monday, I get to work, and the guy says, oh, my boat got stolen over the weekend. Oh, man, that's not good, right? Well, about a week later I get a phone call from my mom. She says, hey, I'm picking up the dog and I'm pounding your truck. I'm like, okay, what's going on? She says, Daniel stole a boat. That was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I hang up with my mom and my phone rings again, and it's my buddy. And I'm like, no, no. And I, that's exactly what I said when I answered the phone. I was like, he did. He's like, yeah, yeah, he did. So, and this buddy, I mean, this was a guy, he promoted the local racetrack. Everybody knew him. Everybody knew his boat. He would give you the shirt off his back, and this idiot went out on Friday night before we went to the NASCAR race on his dime, stole his boat, got caught taking it to a repair shop. Uh, so needless to say, I filed for divorce right after. I would think so. Well, yeah. Okay, you said you have awful taste in men. Did this tradition continue for you? Did you continue to make decisions that probably no, weren't she the She will best, only date people that smoke yeah. crack now. I mean, did the next relationship, was that another bad call on your part? Um. Yes, yes, it was a rebound uh, with somebody that I had known for many, many years. Went ahead, got married two days after the first divorce was final. Whoa, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, not the brightest time in my life. We are now divorced, but we did have a beautiful daughter together. Right. We have a good relationship. Um, I am remarried. Um, third, third marriage. Yeah. How's oh. this guy? Yes. Yeah. He's a plumber. Okay. And his, his only criminal record is he, he is a felon, but he got caught growing pot before pot was right, legal. Okay. He got caught by the Now, fact. let me ask you this. See, what, what, that's, that's not fair. so yeah, bad, yeah. but when you say, well, he's also a felon. But you're right. All right it's growing the weed. Cool. Wait, is it a type? Is it yeah. uh, good in bed? I mean, what what is the thing that connects all these dots to making <laughs> bad decisions? I, I realize I made bad decisions based on uh, thinking with Vagina. My, yeah, thinking yes, that that's way why we of, made bad decisions. But, but why, yeah. what, what, what was your reasoning? Do you believe? The joke is I have a type, and it's felon. I don't know. Like, my first husband and my current husband, minus all of the mess and the stealing, have very similar good qualities. So it's the sense of humor. It, you know, there's never a dull moment. You're always having a good time. Okay. All right. I believe oh. there's never a dull moment. Yeah. That for sure, I believe. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, it is kind of weird. When well, we good talk, luck. Talking about when, you're, when, you're, when you uh, divorce someone or you break up with someone and, you know, you relationship with their dogs, with their do- brothers. Right. There's something you're yeah. going to miss but, and it's not yeah, them. It, it, but you still want to, you still want to, you know, hold on to those relationships as far as just maintaining a friendship because you enjoyed their time together. And I do, uh, my first marriage, I had become an uncle and... I, at that point in time, my brother had not had children. So yeah. this was my first crack at being an uncle. 
And I love those kids. It was, you know. I, When's I love, the last time you've seen them? I love when they came. Well, I went and saw them in, uh, in Maine. You did? Okay. In, in Portland, Maine. And, but, but, not, but this was when I was married. So I don't, right. I don't know how long it was in between the last time that I saw them and I got a divorce. But These are grown-ass adults now. It was, yes, but yeah. it, was, it was just weird to kind of like. They're just gone. You, You're you, no longer you, the yeah, uncle. They can the, take the you, title away. You lose the uncle title. It's the damnedest thing. Like, yeah. you can get a divorce and lose custody of your kids, but you're still dad. Yeah. Right? But, right, if you were the uncle to, you know, the wife's side of the right. family, you're not the uncle anymore. You're well, just, okay. you're gone. So, so one of them, uh, yeah. when I was on Twitter uh, a few years back, one of them, I, teenager, or, you know, young adult, whatever the deal was, but they followed me on Twitter. All right. And I posted something or whatever, and nothing to do with anything that I posted, but the the, the message was, hey, Uncle Miles, how are you? Was and that I, weird? Was yeah. It, I was just like, wow, I'm still Uncle Miles, I guess. Well, good. Like, at least in, in their mind. In the end. That's how they grew. Right. And then when they're yeah. kids. Right. But I still feel like I lost that uh, I lost that fun. You did. Yeah. Which, which sucks. Because now they're adults. Not as yeah. much fun. Like buying gifts for them and all that right. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Work a relationship or whatever. When did you know it was over? 206-803-RUN. I mean, that was the closest I ever got to actually going hunting. I knew, I knew somebody, but I knew the... I knew the like, basically, it was a friend of a girl, a girl I was with for a few months. Okay. And I was, me and this guy, we're like getting along. It's like one of, one of their friends. I'm like, we're going to go. But then she dumped me. So I, I was like, can I reach out to him? Be like, can we still go hunting? <laughs> Just don't tell your wife because she's really good friends with her. But see, I feel like with social media, you can kind of do that, right? If you make a relationship with someone who you met through a now ex, you know, with social media, hey, man, what's going on? Maybe you rekindle like, Ted, you know, yeah. let's do that hunting trip. Before social media, and I remember, you know, like anybody, man, you dated, you broke up and all this. But, like, to Miles' point, man, you dated this person for a while, and then you met, like, two or three other people she knew, and you got along awesome. And then you break up, and I know they're her friends first, I get it, but, like, you guys break up, and I'm like, I kind of miss Doug and Greg, bro. You know, but without social media, you couldn't Mm -hmm. even, you know, just like, I just never saw them again. And it sucks. It's like, God damn it, man. You almost should have like a stipulation like, look, we're going to break up. We both understand why we're breaking up. Um, we can fill out this form here. Who of my friends are you going to stay friends with? And these are your friends mm-hmm. that I really like. We don't have to be together. Right? I'm not going to miss you, but I really like Greg and Doug. And we have a yeah. great time together, man. To well, feel to, like, is it okay? And look, Miles was telling the story about the job changing, right? Yeah. He's out of a job. He goes up there. He's still he's like, well, I want a piece of pizza. Like, I just went through this, like, two years ago. And it wasn't, like, a long relationship or whatever. But, like, you know, it's Friday night. I'm like, hey, why don't you come on by? I'll cook us dinner, this and that. She gets there. We need to talk. He goes uh, through the whole thing, right? It's not too bad. A couple of those comments, like, we're not still going to hang out. I'm like, well, no. We weren't friends before this. And it's like, all right, all right. And I'm like, well, that pork tenderloin's already done. I made the salad. You might as well eat before you leave. I don't want you driving home on an empty stomach. She's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Might as well eat dinner. It was very awkward and quiet. <laughs> How do you feel? That was just my reaction. Typically, like, when I go through a breakup, I can't eat for a couple of days. And I can't imagine eating immediately right, exactly. with the person. Right, exactly. Well, look, Normally before you go, yeah, all right? Good look. I had done some work on that tenderloin. Yeah. The ding had gone off. Especially because you said, we're not going to be friends. Mm-hmm. But my God, you got to try this tenderloin before you go. Normally, I'm a not, a, a not in and my And get the hell out of my house. But please, <laughs> I mean, have some tenderloin. That's how it ended. She was like, well... And then the dinner was very quiet. She's like, I'm going to leave and call me. I was like, I probably won't. You can reach out to me, but I'm glad you enjoyed the dinner. I love that you have attitude, but you're feeding her at the same time. <laughs> so weird. I'm not going to call you. Would you like some more tenderloin? <laughs> <laughs> it is delicious. You'll never have this again. Delicious yeah, exactly. and awkward. Not like this. That's it's how a this is. secret dry rub, you bitch. <laughs> 
She probably has the greatest breakup story because you know the way she tells it. Well, I went to his house to break up with him. I didn't and, want to say his bartender line. I really didn't want to be not in the relationship. He was anymore. upset. You know, I was upset. Emotions are high. And he insisted I turned along and sat with him. And then we didn't talk. I don't know why. I just went into that mode of like, hey, you can't drive home angry on an empty stomach. Did you, I eat, fa- did you eat fast to try to get dinner over with quickly? Like, how awkward is it to sit? Like, you've just had the conversation. You know, in retrospect, as I tell the story, it, <laughs> it probably was more awkward than I'm giving it credit for. It had to be. <laughs> Not only are we breaking up, even the and, and everyone lies when they say, Can we still be friends? In other words, can we just be decent about this? That's what that really means. And you're straight up like, No. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you before. That was my whole point, right? Because sometimes people try to flip it on you. What? So if we don't have sex, we still can't hang out? Like, well, no, I didn't, I didn't know you before we met romantically. So. No, and also the first time I saw you, I knew I wanted to have sex with you. Yeah. And I've got, never I met got someone who I eventually wanted to have sex with. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I knew I found you attractive at the time. And then we did this thing, and I quite enjoyed that. So you're saying, hey, let's still hang out. You still want to have sex with me. You know what having sex with me is like, but we're just not going to do that. Like, no. No, yeah. I don't want that. Have some tenderloin. Jesus. Work relationship or whatever. <laughs> when did you know it was over? 206 803. I'm going to start doing that, man. Well, I mean, and you know me. I'm not yelling or anything. I'm just like, well, <laughs> well, if you we ever might start, as well eat dinner together. If, if, you, if you ever start dating someone now and they happen to listen to the show or have heard this program or today's, you know, when. Uh, don't make them pork tenderloin. Yeah, no, you will freak them the hell out. Are you breaking up? Is this the last time? I just been spun dry rub. <laughs> right? It's Friday, pork tenderloin, does Caesar this salad. Mean, I know what this means. You're breaking up with me, aren't you? <laughs> just sit down and eat. No, I actually still like you. I just like pork tenderloin. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat. And potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. No quiet. Yeah. Try not to bomb the fans, huh? (laughs) We need them. All right. So I was thinking about talking about gum today because we saw Pete Carroll, uh, Seahawks legend, soon to be in the... Ring of Honor and all that stuff. Probably Hall of Fame, I guess. Right. If he doesn't go to a coach another team, then we'll just wait and then put him in there. But a man famous for chewing his gum. That is is true. Yeah. Loves chewing gum and kind of getting in that squat. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, Actually, Harbaugh, I noticed that. Like, I've seen him do it before. He does it a lot. He he does does it a lot. Because we were trying to, I was trying to point him out to my buddy at the the Natty. And I was like, well, there he is. You can see how he's (laughs) hunched over. But Pete Carroll, famous for that gum. Do you know what kind of gum uh, Coach uh, Carroll liked to chew? I do not. I'm no. going to guess. I guess he just wanted it because it just helps him concentrate, which they say gum helps you do. I'm something like double mint. I'll say orbit. Was it double bubble? All right. So he was a bubble yum guy. Bubble yum. Really? Bubble yum. <laughs> yeah. Now, we have some gum in here, so it's hard because we have Hubba Bubba that looks a lot like bubble yum. Right. And what would you say, Mike, Hubba Bubba? Like, there's a few of double them. Double bubble, yeah. Double bubble. <laughs> Double bubble hubba bubba. Double bubble hubba bubble. Uh, and then today, news comes out that fruit stripe, fruit stripe gum is done. Oh, no. You would think somebody would pick this up in the manufacturing world. but They might or they'll reintroduce it. I mean, look, it had one of the best flavors, just the flavor never lasts. That's gonna... one of those things that, you know, as they improve different things throughout the years. I realize there's an original recipe for that gum, but you would have thought 
that they would have upped the ante on Find just, a way to have the flavor yeah, stick around. Yeah, because the right. flavor itself, once it, you know, for the first three seconds, is fantastic. But they could just <laughs> figure out a way to keep it around a little bit longer. I wouldn't be shocked if this goes the same way as, like, the Necco wafer. Remember when that made huge headlines? It's going away, even though nobody bought it and everybody was just losing their I still don't know it. anybody that's eaten one. I honestly don't. And now it's back. Yeah. I mean, Fruit Stripe, everyone seems to have the same sentiment. Like, look, the flavor goes away too quick. But it's a delicious gum. Necco wafers, I thought it people was, were celebratory. It was like they eating chalk. They could stick to your mm-hmm. tongue. They could stick mm-hmm. to the roof of your mouth. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, fruit, stripe, fruit Stripe gum, you probably are. Uh, it was the gum with the zebra mascot. He was crazy. Bright colors, uh, zebra uh, striped on the gum, and wrapped uh, in, and the wrappers uh, printed with temporary tattoos. Oh, that's right. Uh, they were launched back in 1969 by the Beech Nut Company. If you're not familiar with them, they make uh, chaw. Do you remember mm-hmm. Beech Nut gum? No, I just remember just, it as being chewing tobacco. My dad used to have Beech Nut gum, and it came in like a light blue wrapper. I think it just said Beech Nut in straight up black letters in black, and that was it. Does Beech Nut not make the tobacco anymore? I don't know. I don't even know if the company's still around. Like it says I remember now the they gum. primarily produce baby food and toddler food. They went from <laughs> wait a minute, let me get this <laughs> from the from the baby from the womb. <laughs> you went from to death tobacco to baby products. I mean, I, that's a big swing from dude. baby teeth to losing all your teeth. Right. Good lord, man. Okay. What do you got, Mike? I mean, on here on Safeway's website, they have beech nut chewing tobacco, Mm-mm-mm. softer and moister. So wait, we do Balanced chewing and tobacco and baby products. Well, if you have a little baby, it's probably a good time to throw in a chaw. You know, it's you too know, early for them to smoke. Yeah, Let's you don't want to smoke around a little baby. You want soft stuff in their mouth. Not me. I'm a red man, man. Uh, the gum came in five flavors. Wild and wet watermelon. Wild wet, and wet. Wet wild watermelon. <laughs> That's uh, Harry Styles, isn't it? Cherry, lemon, orange, and peach. Uh, back in the late 70s, there was a chocolate flavor. Ew. Ew, man. I don't mm, know the chocolate, chocolate gum is something we're looking for. <laughs> right. It's chocolate. Chewing on chocolate. Uh, what was going to say, there was also fruit stripe bubble gum that's different than fruit stripe gum. I never think I saw that. No, I never did anything with their I'm uh, bubble assuming gum. the bubble gum was kind of what I grew up on a little bit. They were trying to get like, hey, like bubble gum, back off. We got this. You know what, man? There, there was a big war for bubble gum in the 80s because those were double yum, hubba bubba, what's the other one? Bubblicious, whatever the hell it's yeah. called. Like they really, I mean, as a kid, it was just an onslaught of advertising from those three gums all the time. Right, some of the top selling gums in the world. Uh, like I said, you got you got double bubble. You have double mint. Uh, oh, we have double mint. Juicy yeah. fruit is obviously in there. What do you want to start with? I'm juicy with, fruit. Let's start with double mint. I mean, that's the standard to me. That's All the right, now the double mint we're going to compare with the spearmint. Okay. Should we try the spearmint first and then see if it's doubled, or go backwards? But is double mint supposed to be double the spearmint? You follow what I'm saying? That's what I believe it is. All right, so we should probably try this one first then. The double? The spearmint. And then see if the double... Oh, and then see if the double doubles, double, right. It right. really is. Yeah, yeah. See if it really doubles. Double your pleasure. Hey, you bud, have a stick of gum. Are they both okay. uh, Wrigley product? They are. Yep. All right. Okay. So it would stand a reason. I would have named the company Wiggly, but that's just me. Wiggly? Mm-hmm. You know what? That's really good, actually. It is. And that's just a standard spearmint. Mm-hmm. It's you like standard. that flavor. I'm going to blow your mind when I put a little dub mint in there. Wow. Oh, my mind. That sucks. It's been a long time. That's pretty good. I know you're right, and for whatever reason, there's only certain times I chew gum, and I'm like, I don't like chewing. I like chewing gum. It's relaxing. But people that chew gum chew gum all the time. Somebody here says I'm 50. I loved fruit stripe gum as a kid. Also, the gu- the gum that squirts in your mouth that was freshen up. Because mm. I remember the commercials for that. The gum that goes squirt. 
And even as a kid, I'm like, I don't know if that's a great salesman. I think this Hubba Bubba we bought has a little juice in the inside. I think it will squirt in your mouth. Yes. All right. So that's the spearmint. Now, Now, Miles, try the double mint. It just blows your mind. Mm -hmm. Everybody's chewing right now. I will not chew because that would be annoying on the air. Yeah. Just chewing. I got to be honest with you. I think I like the spearmint better. I like the spearmint better, too. All right. Much better. Maybe it's not double spearmint. What color? Are they the same color? No. No. Ooh. One's green, one's white. I'm telling you, spearmint is the is the better flavor. Next to peppermint and stuff, like we said, those little mints, get the ones that are green. Say outside of those green and white candies or gum, do you have spearmint mm-hmm. with anything else? What's up? Uh, with my rhinos when I enjoy looking at women. Yeah, that is a fine question. Yes. Sometimes uh, I put it at a cocktail. We'll say there's like barely any mint on this double mint gum. See, that's so, what I'm saying. I thought the spearmint was better. Yeah. Uh, no, the final Wrigley uh, gum we're going to try real quick is Juicy Fruit, if that's all right with you, too. Just to yeah, see. Yeah. Now, this one's kind of more of a yellow. Juicy, like juicy Fruit is delicious. It's sweet. But I what's know- the difference between it and uh, Fruit Stripe as far as how quick the flavor goes away, right? It is a great taste, and then it's gone. Well, Juicy Fruit, to their credit, I remember a few years ago, they were just like, hey, you want something sweet and like what are you, you watching your carbs or whatever? They were like, chew some of our gum. And I was like, that's not a bad call. They're not wrong. It's super sweet. And I mean, most gum has got to be, what, five, ten calories in a stick of gum? Which seems weird because you don't even swallow it. So, like, is it really calories? Now, so far, I'm still, uh, I, the spearmint gum, I think, is the best. All right, what are we going to try next? The Hubba Bubba? We're going to Hubba Bubba it. Yeah, now this is completely different than everything else we've been chewing. This is going to be a square, <laughs> thick piece of gum. I need to buy more gum. Yeah, well, you do love blow pops. I do. So I mean, I'm a big gum fan. Okay. I, you I, know what? You are you are a decent amount of uh, yeah. Chewing. I'm a, uh, it's not a, is it Eclipse gum? Yes. I, I usually they, that comes in the big plastic uh, case, oh. so it actually keeps it good and fresh. There's also Icebreakers comes in the case. Orbit's gum, uh, Bazooka. Everybody remembers Trident. I feel like for whatever reason, Trident's usually the one I go to oh, yeah. and get the most of. This is just that traditional bubblegum flavor. Yeah. I realize as an adult, I just want to go back to like the Wrigley's. Me too. Like this isn't bad. It's not that. I'd rather have this like a grape or a different flavor, I think. Maybe. I think the main thing you got to remember though here when talking gums is that Juicy Fruit, Double Mint, Spearmint, these are gums. That Hubba Bubba th- is bubble gum. Right. Right. Definitely totally different. Right. Try to blow a bubble. Oh, you already took yours no. out. Uh, by the way, somebody pointed out Double Mint is supposed to be double strength peppermint flavored. So the spearmint, oh. that's why it tastes much better. Oh, different. so everybody oh. just likes spearmint better. Better yeah. than peppermint, I guess. Yep. All we right. just had that discussion the other day. That makes a lot of sense. Like I said, spearmint is a far superior flavor mm-hmm. in your mouth. Hubba Bubba takes too much effort to chew, too. I put in a little effort to get the Hubba Bubba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hubba Bubba also, just one more quick note. Uh, Miles, you're, you're going to be excited. All right. Uh, McDonald's is bringing back its double Big Mac for a limited time. They first debuted it on March 10th, 2020, just days before the entire world shut down thanks to COVID. It's like a normal Big Mac, but with two patties on top, two on the bottom, so it's four burgers. Now, I know you don't care about that, Miles, but I do remember in 2020, you enjoyed the Little Mac. Oh, I loved it. Only had one patty. Yeah. Uh, No mention if they're bringing that back or not. But the Double Big Mac hits uh, participating McDonald's on January 24th for a little bit limited time. So I would say if you drive by your local McDonald's and they're pimping that Double Mac, go ahead and get, get it. That. But I mean, Oh, pro tip, uh, still only one piece of cheese on that for four patties. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. ask, ask for extra cheese. All right. You know, that's good to know. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Davis Big Dummy 206803 Rock. Larry. Hello, Isaiah. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Hola. Isaiah, are you on Team Sober or Team Not Sober? Uh, Sober. On my way home right now. Okay. All right. Snowing where you are, Isaiah? What's that? I said, is it snowing where you are? Oh. Nope, not yet. It's okay. nice and clear, Puyallup. Nice. All right, you got to pick an alien to visit you for the weekend. Are you taking Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? I think uh, Spock would get pretty bored with me. I think Groot would probably just roll with whatever I was doing. So I'm going to go with Groot. Okay. Groot like would just punches. His best friend's a raccoon. you got to think he's pretty chill. Yeah, he's not complaining. All right, here's your question. Would he hang out with raccoons if he came down here? I think he probably would. I mean, like, would you, you remind him, me of my would, best friend? Would, would you take him to the park? Probably. Or to a dumpster or wherever there? Do you take Groot to a park? You wouldn't have any trouble in Tacoma. What so around to raccoons? I don't think you take Groot to a park. I feel let's take a sand to the beach. It's probably, dude, I'm a tree. Yeah, but maybe you know he's got I mean? some relatives. I don't know. It's like a family reunion. All right, your question. Albert DeSalvo was better known as which serial killer? The Campus Killer, the Boston Strangler, the Night Stalker, or the Angel of Death? Campus Killer, Boston. Say the name again? Albert DeSalvo. Um, uh, what was the fourth one he said? The Angel, Angel of, of Death. Death? Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. Never even heard of the guy. That's because you know him better as the Boston Strangler. Wow. Ah, that's my nickname in prison. Because <laughs> you're hand grip. Yeah. How'd that move uh, solo? <laughs> Dang. Right. Your question. Ah, <laughs> they call me G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grill. Ah, you know, I just try to change it up every once in a while. <laughs> call me Palm Sunday. All right, your question. <laughs> what enough. Egyptian city was founded in 331 B.C. by Alexander the Great? Mmm, what Egyptian city... But, yeah, Egyptian city was founded in 331 B.C. by Alexander the Great. 
Keep in mind, their oh, egos man. were very big back then. Uh, uh, their egos are big. Is that a clue? Really? Yes, it is. Uh, Alexandria. I don't know. It's not Egypt. Yeah, there you go. go. Alexandria. You got it. Back in the day, if you founded it, it was named after your ass. Hey, look. Just like here. I'd still do it today. I would, too, Dave. If I bought a plot of land and turned it into a little city. Is it Tedville, Tedburg? Well, look. Jamestown. Uh, Williamsburg, all sure. the time. Yeah, they're all named yeah. after people from Muslim. Smithville, Hams, Lord, Lord Baltimore. What, what's the name of your town? I mean, there's so many Smiths. I think I'd go with Tedville. I would go with Stephenopolis. 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 Because huh. everyone's going to go Berg and Ville, right? So I'm adding that Polis under you. Hmm. Stephenopolis. Stephenopolis. Yeah. Okay. How about Ted Township? It sounds it's, tiny. I, it's it's good, but like it's, we're not in Western PA. What about just Saint Ted? There you go, right? Uh, Nailed it. Put Saint in front of it. I call it Mike's Wood. What, what is it? Mike's Wood. Mike's Wood? <laughs> Mike's Wood. Los Mike's Wood. Los Ted? Los Teros? <laughs> Staying here in the Pacific Northwest. Good forested area. Mike's Wood. Mike's Wood. Like, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Let's I mean, yeah, we live all the way out in Mike's Wood, but yeah. I mean, we can afford it. Yeah. We got four acres. The <laughs> wife. you think you can afford Mike's Wood? We got a Carl's Jr. It's a small town, dude. <laughs> Mike's Wood, yeah. I did not mean that to come out. I was just making fun of the size of your town. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Town. That yeah. worked better than I thought it would. <laughs> Hello, Casey. Welcome to the men's small room. Town, dude. Hola. Hola. Casey, are you sober or not sober? Hey, I'm two days sober. All right, Casey. Good for you. Two days. One day at a time, man. All right, you're going to pick an alien to visit you for the weekend. Are you going to take Groot, Spock, the Predator, or Yoda? Uh, I'm going Predator. Predator this. Glad you picked me. All right. <laughs> Here comes the dog pusher. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so funny. Oh, that's how he shows up. I know. <laughs> yeah. just, it's ship land. That's really. That's, that's his ringtone. Problem is, it's really him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, your question. What was Lucy's last name on the show, I Love Lucy? Smith. Ricardo. Lucy Ricardo. Ricardo. Right. I don't name that show. I love me some Lucy. <laughs> Much different television program. Uh, Not a man and a dog. <laughs> Shows up late night. I don't know that anybody sells Lucy anymore. I used to know one bar right up there. Yeah, I don't know if anyone... Could you ever actually do it legally, or is it just something that bars did? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know that you can legally sell a single cigarette. You I do it like, on the street. Nobody gone. cares. But I mean, like when you have a bar, you're like, yes. If you come I mean, into my place of business, when you went to like those corner stores, they didn't care. They would break them up. But yeah. there was just right. I mean, we all drank over there. But I was just like, I remember being like, oh, you actually. That was like, you get excited. You're like, screw it, I'll take one. The only yeah. Lucy I've ever met five different dogs. Probably, I've never met a person named. Lucy. I know. One person named Lucy, they're a classmate of my daughter. That is it. You're right. All of the rest have been dogs. Not even cats, man. Dogs, dogs. specifically. My right. cat's Lucy. Your cat's Lucy? Yeah. All right, Lucy the cat. Yeah. That'd be the other name for the show. All right, here's your question. Eisenhower Roosevelt, Nautilus, sorry. Eisenhower Roosevelt, Nautilus, or Enterprise, what was the name of the first operational nuclear-powered submarine? Eisenhower. Nautilus? Do you think Nautilus. Nautilus? Mm-hmm. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, baby. Well, that's the next question. Who was the captain of the fictional Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? 
Also a very famous fish. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat the question? I sure can. Captain. If I can find a goddamn thing. Oh, there we go. No, that's Who not was the right. captain Who of was the, the captain boat? of the fictional Nautilus yeah. from the book 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I have no idea. Boys. It's also a very famous fish. Kids love this fish. Disney fish. Mm-hmm. Pixar fish. Nemo. There you go. You got it. Yes, there you go. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Can we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today, uh, you know, we toast former Seattle Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll. If you did not hear, he is no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Is he leaving the franchise? No. They brought him on as an advisor is the term that they're using right now. What does that mean? We have no idea. He doesn't know either. Pete's not sure. He's not sure. (laughs) They'll figure it out, but he's still on the payroll. Uh, How many seasons was he with the Seattle Seahawks, Ted? 14. 14 seasons. What was his record? I mean, come on. You're not going to know that. I'm not going to know that. 131 and something. 137, 89, and 1. All right. That is not bad. Uh, Took the Seahawks to two Super Bowls, including demolishing the Denver Broncos. And Super Bowl 48... They finally got to lift the Lombardi Trophy. That was, what, their second appearance in the Seahawks as a franchise. Yeah, and they total of three times. Uh, Carroll's 137 wins since taking over Seattle in 2010. Those are the fifth most over that span. And his 10 postseason wins ranks third. So whatever you think of Pete Carroll, his time here, he did some history. And under Carroll's guidance, the Seahawks generated one Super Bowl, two NFC championships, five NFC West titles. And let's not mention, he kept some gum company in business, because I've never seen a man chew gum quite like Pete Carroll. And here's the thing: I'm not even like a Seahawks fan, but I've always just liked Pete Carroll. Yeah, how like you, you said, man, just he's got that positive vibe. Yeah. The players seem to love him. I don't know, man. It's something about watching an old man run with the guys, throw the football, all this crap. It's it's good. But hey, man, whatever the case is, listen, you got 14 seasons in. I want to say that's fourth only to what? As far as current coaches, Belichick, Tomlin, and Harbaugh in Baltimore. That's it, right? That. That's a good run, man. He's not done. And it's a in, hell of a run. In the NFL where coaches are replaced like you replace your underwear, that is an amazing job, man. So whatever the hell an advisor is, uh, we wish him luck on that. Although, if I'm Pete, I would say, well, if you want my advice, I had that head coaching gig. You see exactly what I think <laughs> all the time, guys. Maybe you missed it. But either way, here's the Pete. So we pour this booze, and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man! A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 